Welcome back, Hop Nation. This is episode 145 coming to you kind of live from the Hop Nation USA bunker deep within the depths of the Hop Nation compound. I am Adam. I am one of your hosts. With me is Steve. Hello. Excited to be here. And once again, uh, one of our guest hosts, Katie, is back. Hi. Katie, welcome back. Thanks. Neat. <laughs> Agreed. We're not there yet. Yeah. Patience. Okay. Uh, yeah. My bad. First, though. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to the neat. But first, if you were listening, you heard a brand new different intro song. Mm-hmm. That's not our common stuff that I just throw together in audition. <laughs> uh, but we have actual musicians this time, and that is the Thirsty Curses out of Raleigh, North Carolina, with their song Cold Black Ink. You can find them on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon for all their music. Or you can just go on thirstycurses.com to find out where they're playing and such. But yeah, they're they're a pretty cool band. I enjoy them. They have that kind of folk, uh, folk rock mix. Yeah, it's yeah. a good, it's a good jam. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of that one band that is they're it's like the Southern Dead or something like that, yeah. and it's got that song that goes dirt dirt burt dirt da 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 do 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 do. I don't. Somebody know. gets not, it. Not not a clue. So no. hopefully somebody out there gets it. Somebody will get it. Well, and the important thing is I don't think we have to worry about getting our episode pulled. Nope, that's not copyright <laughs> at all. That's just, <laughs> the hurt squirt dirt. I don't know. Yeah, look uh, that up. It's a good song. Somebody <laughs> somebody Shazam what I just did. <laughs> See what you get. Uh, but yeah, they kind of remind me. Thirsty curses reminds me of this band as well. Gotcha. So yeah. But that's that. Uh, throughout the episode, we'll be playing little clips from the song called Black Ink. But at the very end of the episode, we'll also play the entire song for you to enjoy. Yes. So, yeah, check them out and tell them we sent you. Absolutely. On all the social medias. But do that after the episode. And this is a very special episode of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Indeed it is. Because this is an anniversary show. Yay! The third anniversary yes. of the Hop Nation USA. Happy anniversary to it's you. the highest anniversary we've had so far. That's true. That's <laughs> typically how they work, actually, yeah. As none of us are unstuck in time, yes. Yes, and that is they true. They are sequential. Funny how that works. Although mm-hmm. next year we might just jump to the fifth. What the hell? We'll see what happens. Do you know what, uh, do you know what anniversary this is? The Dale Earnhardt anniversary? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Paper? Leather. Huh? Leather. Really? Yes. Huh. Oh. All so right. bomber jackets and gimp masks all around. Oh, I guess we're just going to be <laughs> hellbent for leather. I'm going to hard pass, <laughs> but I appreciate the offer. No, that's the audience getting our Amazon wish list to us. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want something else made of leather, put it you up. You said on. all around. I don't want one. All around. Well, you can just put something else up on the Amazon wish list. Yeah. Get something Steve size and just say it's for you. Get a wallet. Then, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Chris needs a new wallet. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Right. Leather wallet. Okay. <laughs> Something nice. So yeah. He doesn't care. It's going to get wrecked anyway. <laughs> All right. But it is our third anniversary, so we are going to enjoy our anniversary beers on this episode. These are our beers that uh, celebrate anniversaries of different beers, different breweries, things like that. Mm-hmm. We figured that was a bit apropos, mm-hmm. so we're going to start it on that. Hey, Katie, what is the first beer that we have 
for this episode. Well, the first beer that we have is the 40th Hoppy Anniversary Ale from Sierra Nevada. So the bottle says, hop forward beers weren't popular when we started brewing in 1980, but we loved them and we knew that if we were going to open a brewery, we'd better make something distinctive. It's been 40 years since then and we're still brewing what we love. This beer showcases the bold flavors and aromas of a classic West Coast IPA, intense pine, which is up my alley, and citrus with a deep gold color and slight caramel sweetness. Here's to following your passion into the next 40 years. And then we also have uh, ingredients. We've got malt, we've got two-row, caramelized, a word I can't say, acidulated. Sure. That sounds right. Okay. Acidulated. Acidulated. I don't know. That sounds fancy enough. If you say it fast enough with enough confidence, it's correct. Acidulated. Hold on. I can say this next one. Are you ready? Yeah. Oats. 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 (laughs) And then we got uh, Cluster Cascade Centennial Hops and Ale Yeasties. Excellent. That would be a classic West Coast IPA. All right. Well, let's crack this bottle open. I was excited for anything piney. We got a 6%, 65 IBUs make Adam super happy. Yay. All right. Well, we, we've got the bottle. We've got the opener. We've got the tasters. Time to go. Let's get this open. Well, looking at it, it is a classic West Coast IPA. It is. It's nice and clear. A little bit of haze on it, but yeah, yep. everything's there. Goldish amber color. And I smelled it before I saw it, so there's that too. <laughs> I, I have, uh, I'll admit, I have heard the word dank being thrown around a time or two now on you, this one. Yes. Now, usually. Uh-huh. I don't think it's that dank. Yeah. Dank-esque? <laughs> dank it's like a, a, dank adjacent. Dank, dank adjacent. adjacent. Yes. It's got a it's got a hint of dankness. Yeah. It's not hard. Dank adjacent. Usually, I I would not let you say that word, Adam. But we're on the third anniversary, oh, so that's my gift to you. You can say dank this episode, but just once. So you just get once. a leather jacket, and he gets a dank. No, you can have whatever else not off the wish list as well. Yeah. Okay. No, that's my gift to him. The audience uh, gift to us is leather stuff. Would yeah. you get Steve? We haven't gotten through Pressure. the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of time. <laughs> So, all right. Yeah, smelling it though. Uh, classic West Coast. It is very, very hoppy forward. But yeah. I don't get citrus. I get a little bit of citrus. Yeah. I'm not getting any pine. Yeah, I'm getting more grapefruit than. Yeah. Like orange. Is, orange. Yeah. Citrus. Exactly. <sighs> you all right? No. Okay. <laughs> who who would not expect this though? Right. I'll, I'll give it credit. It is fairly balanced. You could have a change of heart. This is true. This is true. Stranger things have happened. Ah, stranger things. It's coming up. Season four. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't started two. Oh, well, okay. Then. Well, well, no spoilers. Sci-fi yeah. is not my jam. All right. But yeah, I, I mean, it is balanced. I get it. I just, it's not for me. Okay. To the surprise of no one. Right. <gasps> Shock and awe. Right, exactly. Whoa. Uh, I'll say... You know, after tasting it, it is pretty standard. Like it's not, uh, not, it's not gonna wreck your palate. Definitely not. No, I pines up front a teeny bit. I wish there was a lot more. Right. Not really getting that. Right. But pretty clean. I mean, all in all, I think it's a an enjoyable beer for those that enjoy that style. For the style. For the style. There. Yeah. There. Now everybody's <laughs> happy. You said the thing. It's an anniversary <laughs> show. You have to say it. You say cannot thing, say Mark. your catchphrase. Do it. <sighs> but yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> well, then change it up for season four. Oh, okay. <laughs> find a new, find a new shtick. Yeah. Look out, radioactive man. <laughs> 
Look out, radioactive man. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. All right, let's get in some triple N. Okay. All right, now you can say the word. Neat. Neat. N- nose, nude, n- nose, nose, nudes, nudes, and nates. Nose, nudes. Nudes. Nose, nudes. nudes. Oh, nudes. Nose, nudes, and neat. Nates. Oh. Yeah. Ooples and banoonies. We're, in, we're now a witch podcast. <laughs> nose, nudes, and nates. Yeah. All right. Who wants to lead? Uh, well, I'll lead because it's somewhat timely and somewhat affecting local, but also a national <laughs> story. Everybody. Yay. Everybody. So last week we said we weren't going to talk coronavirus. Guess this what? week, coronavirus. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's kind of, we're getting our hand forced a little bit here. Yeah. Well, it's not actually here. We don't have any in our county. Not yet, no. Mm, I'm hearing rumors. Sucks to be Philly. <laughs> don't listen to rumors. <laughs> You're talking about That's a hell of an album. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. He's, uh... <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I got it. I wasn't validating it. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Just wasn't paying attention to it. Uh, Yes. uh, So if you've been following the news at all, especially within our beer world, you know that the Fueled Fest 412 has been postponed due to coronavirus. Yes. I'm heartbroken. As am I. Unfortunately, as of this recording, we don't know when it will be rescheduled. We just know that it will be rescheduled. I have intel that they intend to have a date set in three weeks. Excellent. So it won't be three weeks from now. There's In three weeks from now, they intend to have a, a new date. Right. Good. good, good, good. I am personally praying that it's sometime mid to late August so I can go. Okay. If not, your ticket is transferable. Yes, it is. <laughs> She's not happy about that. No. But we will be going to that when it gets reannounced, and we'll let you know when it gets reannounced as well. Yes. Somebody tell me. We will, yeah, okay. for sure. You'll be on the mailing list. Yes. Yay. Uh, on the flip side of that, there is a beer fest that is still going on. As of this recording. As of this recording. <laughs> Thank you for adding that, Adam. That's very <laughs> true. But uh, yes, as of this recording, the Hops for Hearth charity beer tasting event that's occurring at Nova Place on Friday, March 20th is still going on. They have sent out uh, like a, a little bit of a mailer to all their intended guests and anybody who signs up. You will get like the a rundown of the precautions they're looking to take. Mm. You know, as Katie said, because we don't have any recorded cases in Allegheny County right now, they're still pushing ahead. And as of right now, Governor Tom Wolf hasn't said no, <laughs> uh, no gatherings. Right. Although so, that, who uh, knows? Bill again, Pedudo could change. jump ahead of that as well. Yeah, he has that, that can change. Right? I heard the governor said. Uh, Try to stay out of crowds of 250 or more. Right. Mm-hmm. So this very well could change. Yeah, yes. it, it could change because I believe like it's happened in Ohio and New York that they've said no gatherings. Like they're just canceling oh, them. Just straight up banned it. Straight, right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, it's just you just gotta keep up on the news and find out like because it's happening either self canceling or there are mm-hmm. government cancellations and that's different between states and cities. So and as frustrating as it is. I can't not support it. No, I'm fine with it. You know, I, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. I kind of wish my job would cancel work. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be cool too. I just have so much I could get done. Yeah. 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 Same yeah. here. Open the windows, get some spring cleaning in. Yeah. And then I'd have time to go to Hops for Her. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, to get back to that event, it is a charity event and it is benefiting the uh, Hearth Foundation. And the Hearth Foundation, what it is, is it, provides services for women who were victims of domestic violence if they need housing if they need child care uh, things like that to get them back up on their feet after you know leaving relationships mm. that were obviously abusive right 
that's a fine organization to support. Absolutely. No and this is like they've been in business for 25 years. And mm-hmm. the uh, the event coming up is their 10th annual beer tasting. So you can expect to find uh, vendors like 11th Hour, Devout Brewing, Cellar Works, Grist House, Spoonwood. And uh, there's also like Giant Eagle is going to be there for food. Mm-hmm. Breadworks. Breadworks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of good things that are going to be there. Uh, on top of all that, our friends at First at Brewbox have come together to brew the 25th annual uh, beer mm-hmm. to celebrate Hearth. They've come together with Lincoln Avenue Brewery. Another friend of the show. Another friend of the show. And they are putting out a, a special collaboration beer at the event. Which is going to be awesome. Mm. Yeah. I've heard tell it's a pale ale. I've heard that as well. And all the malts were actually donated by CNC Malt up in Butler. Yes. Cool. Another friend of the show. So a whole big local to-do. Mm-hmm. And I fully support it 100%. I like yeah. the local to-dos. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I, as I mentioned, they're they're taking precautions yes. with their single serve. So like you're going to get a souvenir glass, but it, you can... Please don't use it. Yeah, don't don't use it. You can pick it up at the end of the That's event. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Just wait yeah. till the end, get it on the way out. Right. So you can get your souvenir glass at the end, but yeah, it's going to be like single serve. Mm-hmm. They're asking you to not put your hands all over the damn food. Just everybody <laughs> be cool. Yeah. And then since this has to go and be said, because I've seen what y'all do at a Kenny Chesney concert, <laughs> <laughs> for shame, throw your cups away. And they yeah. give you the little re, the disposable cups. Throw them away when you're done. Don't make somebody go around and pick all those up because that's not going to help this whole situation. Yes. Also, don't be rude. Yeah. <laughs> be it, safe and don't be rude. Yeah. We're all in this together. And, you know, the whole wash your hands, uh, cover your mouth with your elbow, don't touch your yep. face, which yeah. I'm freaking terrible I at. have been terrible I was with like, oh, as well. face. Yeah. I pick my nose and rub my beard like one after the other today. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it's good to spread it around. Yeah, Go like, top to bottom. I was like, ah, an it's a good thing I'm a shut-in because there's no way I would survive <laughs> otherwise. Anyway, if you plan on going to the event, you know, just keep safe. Do do the things you're supposed to do. Do the due yes. diligence. And keep abreast of the news because it might change anyway. <laughs> he said so, bad word. Is that abreast? <laughs> yeah, he said news. <laughs> Send, send news. Yeah. Send news. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll uh, brighten up the conversation a little bit. Okay. Do it, do it. Steve, you'll be happy to know that one of your favorite breweries is coming back, kind of. Okay. How so? Tallgrass. Ooh. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. They, uh, that they, one. Are, they are definitely my favorite brewery out of Manhattan, Kansas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm assuming that's the only reason you know there's a Manhattan, Kansas. That is true. Okay. <laughs> Because I didn't know. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they are coming back, kind of. Kind of. And the reason I say kind of is Tallgrass in and of itself is not coming back. However, their beer recipes are coming back through the Wichita Brewing Company. Mm. Uh, they were able to buy the recipes uh, of some of the, the more famous beers of Tallgrass, the 8-Bit, uh, Velvet Rooster, the Key Lime Pie, things like Buffalo that. Buffalo Sweat. The Buffalo Sweat, I think, is one of their most famous <laughs> Yeah, that's their, that's their stout with the variants. Mm-hmm. They got variants of that. Right. Really good. How could you? Do you not? like stouts? Yes. <laughs> but in what weather, Steve? Oh, weather is stout weather. <laughs> but yes, they. Uh, you have uh, to say that because Pittsburgh goes through three seasons in one day. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Wichita Brewing Company has has picked up all the recipes and they are going to replicate all these beers down to the fact that they have tested the water in Manhattan, Kansas. 
uh, and looked at the makeup in terms of minerals and essential oils and things like that in there. <laughs> and crystals? And crystals. Could yeah. I have lavender and aloe, please? Oh, oh, absolutely. For sure. Hooray. And, and they're going to adjust their water accordingly so that the beer comes out the same. Gotcha. Which is, I think, is a little bit above and beyond what is expected. Yeah, yeah, it's above and beyond, but that's hardcore. Uh, yeah. But I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, but that's knowing you have a, a quality product as an end result. So yes. worth it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for those that are not aware, Tallgrass got a little big for their britches. They expanded a little too quickly. They went full green flash. Yeah. And they kind of collapsed under their own weight. They petered out. Yeah. Yeah. Bad financial decisions, and it's a shame because, like you were saying, they're one of the biggest ones in Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. But. And they had distro all the way to Ohio, which is how we were able to feature the key lime pie in a past episode. Yes, they had a distribution up to 14 states at one point. Yeah. How many breweries are in Manhattan, Kansas? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> one of the largest. It might have been it. Still, I mean, like how many are in Pottstown, Pennsylvania? <laughs> I think there's at least two. Right. Yeah. So, well, well what's Man- the second one? I don't know, Pottstown Brewing. Light. Yingling Light. <laughs> But no, I, I I have a hunch that there's more than one in Manhattan, Kansas, because that is a college town. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, there's I don't know if it's Kansas or Kansas State that's there. It's I mean it's a Big Twelve college, so okay. You know, there's beer. There's beer there. <laughs> there's beer. Makes sense. It will uh, find a way. Yes. So yes, uh, as of this recording, which seems to be a bit of a theme with this episode, ah. uh, <laughs> uh, the Wichita Brewing Company is currently brewing this beer, and it should be available in their tap room. Tap rooms very soon, and canned and bottled a little bit later on. So yeah. there was no word on how far the distribution was going to go. Yeah, I I might send them an email and say. You, you bring it out to at least Ohio. Can we get some? <laughs> yeah, can we get some? That would be awful neat. Yeah. Um, so they're going to keep the tall grass name, though. I don't know that. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Oh, I, I'm just asking. Because it sounds similar to the situation with Helltown and Rivertown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. That we that we experienced where Helltown bought out pretty much all of Rivertown, like all the names and everything, but they still brewed Rivertown beers under the Rivertown name. Yes, there is still Rivertown beer. As a matter of fact, uh, the Halakahiki, mm-hmm. there's now variants of that now. What? Yeah. I didn't see this. How do you put a variant on a pineapple ale? By Double you, pineapple. By using like pineapple and coconut. Ew. And I believe pineapple <laughs> and that. mango. Uh. Uh. I, I haven't tried it. It can't yet. be worse than Guam mango. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. You want a can? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, it's thank like you. Three of no them, and you. I just look at them, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> do you have a three-man water balloon launcher and a wall? Because. <laughs> <laughs> I do currently possess a wall. Well, have I got Actually, a deal for you? I don't want to brag, but I have a couple of them. Whoa. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Whoa, money bags over Came here. in the castle. <laughs> <laughs> There's at least four. In the castle, I have a chair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can afford to have you on this show anymore. Yeah. Do it for charity. <laughs> I mean. That's a lie. I do it for beer. Fair enough. Okay. So, yes, uh, take a look for uh, Wichita Brewing, bringing out the uh, the tall grass beers. Bring it back, tall grass. Yes. In some sort. As long as Buffalo Sweat and Key Lime Pie come back, I'm fine. Okay. And I can get it. Who yeah. doesn't want to drink something called Buffalo Sweat? I mean, it's not any different from Moose Drool. Yeah. I know, and I have reindeer slobber. A, yeah. None of that sounds appealing. <laughs> buck snort. Buck. The old buck snort snout. Oh, my Lord. God, everything is just fucking boogers. <laughs> <laughs> Booger beers. Boogers is funny. 
I mean, come on. If, if we're ever as a society stop laughing at farts. Yeah. Well, that, that'd I'm be a out. problem. I don't need to be here for that. We're dead on the inside of that. Exactly. <laughs> and possibly the outside. You're not truly living. <laughs> <laughs> not truly living if you can't get a little fart. That's nature's instrument. So what else do we got? I have a little uh, irony, potentially, maybe a little bit of CYA coming from Founders. Uh-oh. So uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but a few months ago, Founders had their necks on the line. They were uh, accused, justifiably accused, mm. of a lot of racist uh, things, just in, inappropriate behavior, allowing open racism in their in their environment, in their work spaces. And it's just, they got called out. They let a guy uh, go and he sued them for it and... Found, founder sucks. And they dragged yeah. it out for a year and yeah. eventually settled right. with him anyway. <laughs> okay, actually, founders did suck. They might not suck anymore. They might not suck because so, they got taken over. Yeah. <laughs> new captains at the wheel. So what's going on is they are announcing a new series, and it's going to be a three-beer three, three beer series, um, and it's the Brewed for Michigan series. And the proceeds of that beer is going to go to their, their corporate giving platform called Big Pitcher, which is giving money to charities, both Michigan and nationally. Um, but the, the beers that they're... Uh, putting out there are ones that are typically only available in their tap room. So if you're in their distro, then you could have a chance, assuming you don't still hate founders, because I know a lot of people (laughs) are still really freaking anti-founders. Um... Like I have a KBS just sitting there, and I'm just like, I should drink you, but the like it's not. It, I already paid for it. Right. I already have my money. Yeah. Like I, I should just drink. Can't it. undo that. Yeah. yeah right. The number of <laughs> shelfy CBS I've seen sitting around. Yeah. And I don't know if that's founders hate or just they put out too much CBS. I think they just or went. Both. <laughs> it's a, probably a little bit of both because they went really hard for the last yeah, year. Right. So that's probably what it was. Um. But yeah. So the little uh haha really here is that the Charity specifically focuses on arts and culture, mm-hmm. environment, okay, and social justice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's them trying to right their wrongs, or that's definitely yeah. it just I hope so. Happens to be one of the charities that's teamed up with focuses on that. I don't know, but because um, I mean, if you go to their website, there is actually a list of some of the charities that they do work with, but. Founders trying to put their money where their mouth used to yeah. be. Yes, yeah. this would be a- good on you for trying. Right. I, I hope it pays off. I hope wherever your money goes, that it actually does good, and that everybody who works for your company has pulled their heads out of their asses. That's what I hope. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, that would definitely be a lot more irony if the lawsuit was still intact. Yeah, like yes. still go on going. <laughs> yes, this and if they didn't have new. If they didn't have new people taking over, right. it would definitely be more of a, hey, we should cover our asses. Mm, like, yeah. oh, look, we, we love all people. No, you don't. Yeah. But the new guys might. So I'm not going to completely rule them out just because maybe they're trying to better themselves. Even Michael Vick paid penance once. Yep. Right. Aww. Aww. <laughs> As okay. an owner of Pitbulls, I'm not a fan. I'm just saying. Yes. He did turn around and give a shit ton to charity. True. Doesn't he also make went he, to jail. So yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. make what he did okay. Yeah, no. And he it also, doesn't make what happened at Founders okay. But because it's a whole new group of people. It's possible to it, forgive. People. Yes. Yeah. Well, forgive, but don't not, forget. We don't right. have to forgive them. Yeah, they we didn't do anything no. wrong. Right. So it's kind of like. Do you I, want, I, I, I guess I meant forgive the brand. Yes. Because yes. like you can, you can consider forgiving the brand and drinking Founders again. Yeah. You got to look past the name because it's new. 
new leadership and they're trying to turn a new leaf. So mm-hmm. hopefully they keep it up and uh, they can get back in our good graces again because they make some beers I like. Yeah, mm-hmm. they make yeah. some beers I Agreed. like too. But I mean, I don't honestly, honestly do not feel bad if I never drink it again either because I haven't missed it. Yeah, I, I haven't will either. say that. Yeah. I haven't missed it. Yeah. We have like we have so much abundance. Yeah. <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches around yeah. here. Like the only the only beer I'm currently really not into, um, brewery that I'm not really into is uh Brain Fart. Never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. out of Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland he makes fat like tire. <laughs> oh, New Belgium. New, New Belgium. Ah, okay. Thank you. Yeah, see wow. that's another one that like yeah. oh, they have all those I won't drink I won't buy New Belgium now. And yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. like but Often when I go to a restaurant and like it's like Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light, Fat Tire, and I'm like, oh, well, I'll, I can drink Fat Tire. Chocolate milk, it is. <laughs> and, and then it's Give me like that chalky milk, son. <laughs> well, now I can't have a Fat Tire, and I'm like, oh, water with lemons, great, thank you. <laughs> you got Bretons up in here. Yeah, there's whiskey at places as well. That's Sometimes, very true. yeah. Seven and seven, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can still fuck with Yingling. I'm good with oh, Yingling. Yeah. To me, I, I, I know, know you Steve hate Europe, it, yeah. but. I can fuck with Yingling. Jameson? <laughs> it is. Yeah. You, you can have your Jameson. We'll drink our Yinglings. Jamo and Ginger. Everybody oh. be happy with the world. Oh. I'll can just I have one of each? I like where this is going. I'll right? tell you. I mean, I'm not going to turn down Jameson, Jameson and either. Do it. Jamo and Ginger is awesome. You know, you're from Pittsburgh. That might be the one. best. <laughs> oh, man. So what do you guys think of this uh, Sierra Nevada 40th anniversary? I'm sorry. Hoppy anniversary. Hoppy anniversary. 40th anniversary. Whatever it is. Hoppy. It's a pun and you're not jumping on it. (laughs) He doesn't like like hoppy puns (laughs) because it means he's supporting IPAs. It's good. It's, um, I I expected and or hoped, I guess, a little bit for more pine just because if you're going to put it on the label, like Steve says, it should be there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, the hops are good. It's really well balanced. It's easy to drink. So I'm I'm not mad about it, but I, I, Personally, love piney, so yeah, a little bit of a letdown. For forty-one, uh, take take that cluster hop out and throw some Simcoe in. We'll get yeah. that. We'll get that pine right back in. Do it. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Katie. I, I wish there was a little bit more pininess to it, just to more replicate that West Coast. Um, it did have a bitterness that built up on the back end that uh, you know I appreciated. And I, it it seemed again. I've been on this kick of I love West Coast IPAs. I want more West Coast IPAs, and this one was fine. It wasn't a complete standout, but hey, it's more of a mass market thing. Which you kind of get that with Sierra Nevada because they are a very large brewery. Oh, right. yeah. I'm not mad at them for it. Yeah. Right. No, I'm not mad at all. So for what it is, yeah, I get it. It is a fairly well-balanced beer. I'm not going to go mm-hmm. out and buy a six-pack, but that's that's my you taste. You're not going to go buy a six-pack of IPAs? <laughs> no. Huh. No. Especially not one that's a little more expensive. <laughs> right. Other me surprised. Right. I, so... If somebody else that I knew was looking for an IPA, I would definitely send them this way. Okay. But deal. Yeah. I'm right here. But for, yeah. Send it to me. Okay. But uh, for me, I'm not buying it. Yeah. It, I thought it was a really, I mean, like you said, it was balanced. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Good. It's good for everybody. All right. What do you, Adam. What do you, <laughs> yeah. But to the surprise of no one. Right. What do you say? We take a quick break. Yes. Uh, get paid. We're not getting paid. No. And then come right back with another anniversary beer on our third anniversary special. Yes. Wait, go back. I'm not getting paid? No. No. We've been through that already. Yeah. You do this for charity you, and beer. You got beers. You're fine. 
And social happy fun times. Yeah, that too. And whatever leather you get off the wish list. <laughs> just the wallet's fine. Yeah. Just the wallet. Uh, just to make sure that is off the wish list, not of not off of wish.com. No. Right. right. No. Not yeah, off of wish.com. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. I think that leather still comes attached to the cow. <laughs> you just get a cow. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, yeah, I'll take a cow. Oh, okay. oh, all right. There you go. Send Katie a cow. But I know butchers. Perfect. Me, if I'm getting too. quarantined for two weeks, I need a cow. Ooh, oh, yeah. there you go. Exactly. Like All right, let's go find ourselves a cow. We'll be <laughs> back with second yes. two. <laughs> It's the Hop Nation USA podcast, episode 145, segment two. This is Adam, that's Steve, that's Katie. Let's go. Do it, do it. Okay, next beer. Next beer. The next beer that we are using to celebrate our third anniversary. See if you guys can pick up on why we made Adam read this one. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is the 30th anniversary of the Samuel Smith Winter Welcome Ale out of Yorkshire, England. Yorkshire, it does a- <laughs> Yorkshire pudding is delicious. Eat it with your face hole. Gross. <laughs> Where else would you eat? Where else would I eat? But yeah. Well, I got all sorts of face holes. I'm not going to stick it up my nose. Yeah. Sometimes you when weirdo. you laugh really hard, it comes back out your nose. This is true. Yeah. And then that makes wedding receptions really embarrassing. Sounds like you have a story we'll have to hear later. I do not, actually. <laughs> Y'all talking about boogers again? Yes. <laughs> always talking Booger about boogers. Booger theme. <laughs> ABB, always be boogering. Hell yeah. All right, but no, this is the Sam Smith 30th anniversary winter welcome ale. And a little description on the back of the bottle here. This seasonal beer is a limited edition brewed for the short days and long nights of winter. The full body resulting from fermentation in stone Yorkshire squares and a luxurious malt character, which will appeal to a broad range of drinkers, is balanced against whole dried fuggle and golden hops with nuances and complexities that should be contemplated before an open fire. What are the Yorkshire Squares things? I don't know what that is. I have no idea. It's it's in quotes. So this beer appeals to women. Why? Why? It appeals to a broad range. Ah. Jesus, Adam, you should have had that one. <laughs> yeah, I should have skirted <laughs> around that one. Uh, <laughs> well, jokes on both of you because the coronavirus doesn't affect women as much as it does men. Ha! I mean, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever. Got him. Take that, men. <laughs> man flu times 60. That's what you get for mansplaining. <laughs> I'm a mansplain the flu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. One person fucking mansplains coronavirus to me. I'm <laughs> Yes. I hope that happens. Because <laughs> all you're going to do is just sit there and laugh. No, I'm going to sneeze on them. Oh, wow. All yeah. Right. We oh, are- was that bad? Oh, oh, you should have explained that to me first. We are in the perfect time right now that anytime you get roped into a conversation you don't want to have, you can just <laughs> open mouth cough. <laughs> <laughs> and it will end. Yes, it will. Possibly in Tips HR. From Steve. <laughs> yeah, the only side caveat to that is if you're carrying it and you're not aware, you're going to feel really bad if you find out you contaminated like 20 people yeah. at Arby's. Yeah, you will. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> back to the Samuel Smith. Back to the Samuel Smith. We've poured it out. Yes. It looks nice. Pretty and red. It is very pretty and red and very clear as well. Uh, and a I'm, bit surprisingly yeah. so. Yeah, it's surprising how light it is. Is what I, yeah. <laughs> we're, I think it's we're... It's like ready caramel... Yeah. Yeah. It's a ready caramelish. 
when I when I think Crazy. winter winter beers, winter warmers, I think something a bit darker. It, my oh. mind immediately goes to Full Pint Festivus. Yes. Ah, so. and mine immediately goes to the uh, winter solstice. Holly Jolly. Uh, that too. I like me some Holly Jolly. Mm-hmm. All of those are darker. Yes, that <laughs> yes. is. Yes. Well, it does say winter welcome. It mm-hmm. doesn't say warmer. So I don't know if we're going to be doing the spicy thing, especially because I don't know if Brits do that. Probably right. not. Can we call them Brits? Yeah, we can call them Brits. Yeah, it's fine. What else would we get, call them? Well, like I'm, I get confused. Like it's England, but Britain. Like I don't. Do they have a preference? I think it's all under because the English they don't care because all three apply to them. Okay. But like Britain doesn't apply to Ireland, right? Well, no, because it's not the same the United island, right? Yeah, Kingdom. but the United Kingdom applies to Ireland and Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think Britain applies to Scotland and England. You know what's most important here hmm. is they know who they are. That's fine. For yeah. now, right now. And know who you are cha- Until it changes again because they're having an identity crisis. So they yourself. don't actually know who they are. And if you want to tell us, hotmissionusa.com yeah. or on the Twitters. Because we are edutainment. Yeah, we are yeah. edutainment. So educate us. Yes. Do the people of the UK have a preference for the for what they call England or Britain or UK or because I'll be damned if I'm just gonna go look it up like an adult. <laughs> <That's laughs> I like, right. I like to post questions on Facebook because people will answer them and then I don't have to Google yeah, it. Right. right. You doozy doozy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways <laughs> British, British beer. Here we go. Smelling it, it has really a strong sweet caramel smell too. It smells like candy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm oh, not. Sure. I'm not getting spices. They definitely no. went uh, malt on this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm here for it. I might be here for it. <laughs> right, well, let's find. Let's find out. So yeah, it is. It's sweet. Malt heavy on the back, it but is. it is very sweet up front. Strong yes. malt backbone, very sweet. Definitely. I mean, if there is any spice in there at all, it's very mild. It's very subtle. I'll, I'll say it would be a broad appeal type of beer where it's not going to be that offensive unless you don't like a whole lot of malt. Yeah. I love malt. So. I love malt. I love malt. I love malt. I and don't also, so I much. love malt. <laughs> I don't so much. It's fine. I like it, but no, I don't no. love it. Sorry. I love it. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to drink it. That's okay. Damn yeah, sure. You guys can enjoy that. No, I, I, had, a, I had a hoppy beer that I enjoyed. I like... <laughs> Some hoppy beers, mm-hmm. and I like malty beers, and I really love fruited sours. All right, well, all right, so I'm just gonna jump all over the fucking place. Okay, yep. well, you can have all those, and, and I'm mine. gonna stick to stouts and coffee mm-hmm. beers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. IPAs and whatever else comes your way that Roush you enjoy. Yeah. Yes, ooh, Dips. yeah. Roush, I had me a good yeah. Roush beer last Dips. last Friday. Yeah, at the uh, happy hour. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you anything about it. I'm just gonna tell you that I had it and enjoyed it. Whatever. I'm not going out anyway. Third anniversary. <laughs> you're not gonna share the info. Nope. What cold? We think I'm going to talk about beer on this show? Nah. nah. We can go back to pizza, but it makes Steve mad. It's true. <laughs> it's damn true. <laughs> pizza was last week. <laughs> Just saying, a pizza beer tasting is not the worst idea I've ever had. No, we'll workshop pizza that. Pizza and beer, not pizza beer. That sounds terrible. Ugh. Ugh. Well, I've had that before. You it's, had pizza beer? Yeah. The fuck is pizza beer? Not that great. Probably just a lot of oregano in there. Yeah. 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 Ugh. That's what it was. A lot of oregano, and I think they tried to use a little bit of tomato in there as well. Probably use crust in the uh, mash. I mean, you could kind of tell it tasted a little bit like sort of pizza, yeah. but it didn't do it. Sort of pizza. Me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Bagel's Bite commercial. <laughs> sort well, of pizza. Well, yeah. No. No, thanks. If you impressed. are listening to this show and you made that beer, 
You're fucking grounded. <laughs> you're not you quarantined. You're grounded. You well, ground the you're not staying home. You're going to your room. I'm pretty sure it was Fatheads. So Fatheads is grounded, though. Uh, Fatheads is grounded. Um, if it was Fatheads in Ohio, they're super grounded. Yeah. <laughs> Something well, like 100. They're double grounded. 100,000 potential cases. So Allegedly. Allegedly. I said potential. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. So that kind of leads us into our segment. live <laughs> on the east side of Ohio. Don't come here. Please don't come here. <laughs> please and thank you. Stay where you yeah, are. You are welcome to come in, in a few months once this stuff all blows over. <laughs> if you bring us beer. <laughs> I like not having to drive to get my Alaskan Amber. And I'm okay. currently right. quite grateful that I Fair actually enough. have a decent supply. <laughs> so I don't have to go to Ohio to get in get sick. Okay. <laughs> all right. They can come back. Maybe. In the meantime, they we wear, have a segment. They can wear Tyvek suits. And it ties back to what Katie was <laughs> saying about, uh, you know, obviously Ohio has infection rates and things are going south for businesses. Yes. Uh, part of our segment isn't going to be all focused on coronavirus, but what we did for our third anniversary is we reached out to the audience and we said, send us your questions and your comments and we would read them and answer them and give our responses on air. So that's what we're going to do now. Yes. We're going to pretend we know stuff. Although the only thing is it's not on air, it's on bits. Yes, it's on bits. Yeah. But it is on air if you're listening wirelessly. True. So shut up. Damn <laughs> Don't <it>. correct me. <laughs> I just wanted to say bits. I know bitter, bitter. Uh, what we're going to start with, though, is a question that was asked to us by Tom. Tom, who wins everything. Yes, this yeah. is Tom, who wins everything at our little beer tasting homebrew group, who is also now in charge of the little homebrew tasting Which little tasting group. Should disqualify him from entering. LittleTasting.com. The funny <laughs> thing is, all of that is on his birth certificate. Yes, <laughs> it took us a long time to get that full name memorized. Yep. It was it was destiny that he <laughs> win homebrew competitions and run a tasting group. Yeah. So you know, good his parents good for had him. high hopes, so we're glad he met his full potential. Mm-hmm. Yep. His question, though, he asked to us on Instagram, at what point do you envision or see the trend with coronavirus start to impact brew distribution nationally versus locally, regardless of personal views on the subject matter? Do you expect rational reaction or irrational reaction compared with what we've observed in other sectors and markets? Well, you know, if you'd have asked me that yesterday, <laughs> I've got a completely different answer. I wouldn't have sure thought it would been. be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my... My stance on it to a degree is that it will be impacted, but I don't know that it'll be impacted more or less than other small businesses or or even big businesses. I mean, the reason for that is because, you know, your local candle shop who ladies making candles in the back, she's probably not going to have a ton of people in the store and your breweries aren't going to have a ton of people in the store. Some of the things that I do know have already changed is uh, Devil's Backbone is no longer offering tours mm-hmm. of their brewing premises. Um, and you're not allowed to bring in your own growler. Yeah. So you have to take a growler from them. So where I would have previously thought that it wouldn't be that big a deal because even if you're not congregating inside of the tap room, you're still able to go and take a growler and get it filled and take it home with you. Well, there's a chance that that's not going to happen. Yeah. I think the businesses that we're going to see impacted the most because you mentioned Devil's Backbone and Fo- and Flying Dog has also closed down their tap room, mm-hmm. but they've said that they're going to continue brewing as regular. So that means their national distribution isn't going to be that affected. Correct. Yeah. So bigger companies like that probably aren't going to be affected because they're going to be able to brew beer and send beer out without too much worry. 
I think it's going to be smaller brew pubs and tap rooms and people that don't have the ability to send cans out, mm-hmm. whether they're not canning or state law keeps you from taking their beer out of the tap room. And one one thing in particular, which is a very niche area, but I think will probably be affected the most is the small breweries that have a very, very loyal following uh, to the point that they have uh, can releases and can release events. Uh, for example, 450 North out of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not a big brewery, but the amount of people that show up to those events, yeah. that constitutes a large crowd. Right. And there are now, you know. That's st- how the veil is. In Virginia, the lines go all the way mm-hmm. around the mm-hmm. block. It's insane. Yeah, but now that, now that we have state declarations uh, about, you know, capping the number of people you can have at events and things like that, yeah. Yeah. we talked about that earlier in the show, that I think is going <clears throat> to affect breweries in that way. And like Steve said, there are a few states who in the past few months have actually cracked down on carryout laws where you can't carry out a six-pack and you can't carry out a, a growler or a crowler. So you either have to consume on-premises or mm-hmm. they have to have some sort of distribution. So I think those particular types of businesses are going to feel the biggest impact. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, so we're talking like can releases. I'm hoping that people kind of get the idea to not line up and act like they usually do simply out of self-preservation. Right. So like... I don't think that the can releases are going to operate the same way. I don't think... I don't think it can. I would hope breweries don't have to shoo people away mm. because people don't get not to line up. And, yeah. and people just would show up throughout the day as they can. If they could put something together kind of like a like a Disney Fast Pass or something like that where they're able to establish where they're, they are in, quote unquote, the line. Yeah. And then just show up at... 10.15 or 10.30 or 10.45. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, crowd control. That's a, yeah. Right. Uh, and there's like a couple apps that can send those. Uh, right. Yeah, that can send those out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're something like uh, like Grist House, where if you can do your can release in your outdoor space, mm-hmm. definitely try and do that. That would definitely help a lot because there's significantly less surfaces to touch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've also seen online already some brewers saying, like, if you want to support a local brewery, and go in and buy as much as you can now, like stock up. Oh, okay. Yeah. That way, that way in case, you know. Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you no, know, my growlers are going to admiration tomorrow. <laughs> nice. We're going to, we're going to bunker down. <laughs> yeah. Cause again, like if, you know, there's breweries in this area that they have cans that you can buy at the tap room, mm-hmm. but you can't necessarily, or they don't necessarily have outside distro to like Iggle. So, you know, right. yeah. go to those ones, support those ones first, and then, you know, support like your hitchhiker. And other ones that actually have distro to right. other stores. So yeah, yeah. So yes. kind, of, kind of scale, kind of scale it as things go, and right. leave, leave Sierra Nevada and New Belgium on the shelves because they'll be there <laughs> <laughs> for a while. Yeah, leave that on the shelves until it's time to close the grocery stores. Yes. Then you <laughs> leave New Belgium on the shelves anyway. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> okay then. So yes, things will change. Whenever this is recorded versus when this is released. Right. Could be even different. Yeah, in another 24 hours. Right. So. Uh. What was the last portion of that question? Because I feel like I had an answer to it. Do you expect rational reaction or irrational reaction compared to what? Um, here's the thing. Anything that you're doing that is in regards to self-preservation or preserving those around you is not irrational at all. So, I mean, I don't know 
Like I've heard people say that stocking up with toilet paper is irrational, but mm, runny butt could be a side effect of this. So <laughs> just depends on. We're what all going to go jogging. Yes. <laughs> yes. There, there are to the restroom quickly <laughs> several times a day, but like I just. I don't, at this point, I'm not sure any reaction is an irrational reaction. And until there is an actual vaccine and the anti-vaxxers step up, yeah. there is no irrational reaction. <laughs> I, I think Take there's a certain level, and that level is when you're buying more toilet paper than you would use in a year. Yeah. That's no, irrational. That's, yes. <laughs> that's crazy unless you're like my grandmother. She would go like do Sam's Club Costco and she would stock her entire base. It was like a huge grocery store in her basement. It was mm -hmm. insane. I, I, I've seen that. I mean, if that, 30 boxes of cereal. Yeah. For like, her, that's, people live there. What are you doing? <laughs> for her, that's that's not unusual, though. She does no. that in non-times of mm -hmm. panic. Yeah. I saw a dude walking around Walmart with an entire case of toilet paper, and then that was it. Yeah. Like, he, he wasn't buying canned goods. He wasn't buying <laughs> just non-perishables. He just had this, and then, like, I think he had a bunch of bananas. <laughs> I don't know if you guys and something all... Else. Like, and it's like... What kind of shop is that? <laughs> if you guys are spending thousands of dollars on toilet paper, a bidet is probably cheaper. Yep, yeah, Just probably throwing more that out there. <laughs> a bidet is cheaper, and you know what? So are his handstands in the shower. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can't do a handstand, so. Well, get one I'm of those out. rails. <laughs> I'm, surprised. Put, I'm surprised my house doesn't have one. Get one of those rails, but put it along the bottom of the <laughs> runner. <and go laughs> Steve wants me to die in the shower is what I'm here. I'm encouraging bad behaviors. You, yes, you are. are. Among everybody. Let's right. move on to the Sorry. next question. Next question. All right. Next question comes from Ryan from the Fuel by Hops community. Yes. Heard of him. Their chancellor, their leader. Mm -hmm. Messaged him He today. asks, Adam, oh. why do you hate IPAs? What did IPAs ever do to you? So they killed his poppy when he was a kid. <sighs> Poor little biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing along. No, it, biscuit malt. <laughs> ah, yes. I the reason I I dislike IPAs. I don't hate IPAs. There are a few IPAs out there that I I do like. I've had IPAs I hate. I See, mean, there you go. It happens. Now, granted, that list is less than ten. And I've tried many more than 10. Uh, and there was a period of time where I, I genuinely enjoyed them, where I sought them out. Uh, but it got to a point of just oversaturation. Whenever I went to a bar or, you know, it, something like that, two-thirds of the list was IPAs. And I kind of got tired of them, mm -hmm. and I started going in other directions. I started going more on the stout side of things. I started getting into the fruit beers, the wheat beers, and around that time, the sours started coming out as well to become more and more prevalent. Yeah. And the other thing is, whenever I started to dislike IPAs was when the West Coast IPAs, the real you know hops shoved into your mouth beers, were out. <laughs> that I that I find no pleasure in that. Not None there whatsoever. for the palate wrecker. No, I'm not there for the palate wrecker. The six point resin. Uh, it, see, see, <laughs> it hits hard. I don't need it. I don't need it. If I'm going to drink beer, I'm going to drink beer, beer that I enjoy. And that to me is not enjoyable. Okay. I get that. And the fact that when I go to a place and the beer menu is half to two thirds of IPAs, fucking illegal. It's my pet peeve. ridiculous. There are so many other good varieties out there. Give yeah. them a chance. You know, who's a close offender of that? Who? And I hate to say it. I'm not trying to drag them because I like IPAs. 
Mad Max. Yes. yes. Mad Max is a little bit bad with that. They I'll, are. I'll admit it, but I don't care. And I, admittedly, there was uh, a period of time where, like, for happy hours, there was a greater than 50% chance that that's where happy hour was, was yeah. at Mad Max. So, ah. See, I, don't, I got hit with that hard. I yeah. don't get mad about that. Um, nah. Not deliberate. I just I don't get upset about Mad Max's draft list just because I can always default to a big ass margarita. True. So that yeah. one, like I have noticed that in the past, but mm. that never bothers me. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So. I, I will say I think that they have diversified a little bit more lately. Yeah, they they have gotten down to about half the list of being IPAs. Right. 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 I think the the plus that we're seeing there is that they're getting a lot more local. Yes. Right. And yes. Pittsburgh, I do not think is oversaturated with IPAs. We do have a few breweries that tend to really focus in on them, but mm-hmm. I would say the majority of our breweries have a very good diverse list. And I have no problem with breweries that, that specialize in IPAs. I'm fine with that. No, but if you have a niche, do run what, with do it. what you're good at. If you're good with it, you know, if you're good at it, do it. But we don't need to have all the beers be IPAs. No. Yeah, you Certainly don't need not. all the drinking establishments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So that's why. Okay. Well, yeah. Adam just hates uh, IPAs, and that's that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He <laughs> could come back around someday. I mean, there was a point where I was completely burnt out on them, and like you said, I had to step away and try a bunch of different styles, but unlike you, I came back around. So, I, I, But I had to start small. I had to start with the triples and the doubles because you're going to have – more malt to them, mm-hmm. so I wasn't completely wrecked with the hops. Right, and, and I will say that throughout back throughout the course of this show, uh, I, it has gone from a a hate to just a general dislike. Mm-hmm. You know, I I have started to appreciate them a little bit more. Yeah, still it's doesn't coming. mean I like them. It's coming. I think it's also kind of indicative of like Katie was saying. We've had a lot of doubles and triples on here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those goofy ass dessert IPAs. True. True, decadent. I'm looking at you. Right. And then there's also just like <laughs> apple crumble is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just the general soft stuff that you get in a New England. Right. And, and like place. I said earlier, whenever I walked away from IPAs, it was West Coast. It was all West Coast stuff. Yeah. Yep. All harsh. <laughs> harsh. Angry. That's not how I want to unwind on a Friday night. No, it's just punish not. myself again. <laughs> you don't want to unwind by flicking your tongue like a dog with peanut butter? Right. <laughs> no, I don't like this. Give it to me again. I wish there were cameras. <laughs> no, you don't. Nope. <laughs> Next question actually comes to me. Do oh, it. All right. Yes. From our friend uh, Leroy Dennis. That is his Facebook handle, but you may know him as Dennis Guy from First Brewbox, CEO and founder. But all uh, around good guy. Yeah, mm. uh, he wants to know uh, after our Resident Evil outbreak situation is done with, if there was somebody willing to pay for me to fly to South Korea, would I go to enjoy all the foods I talk about in all those videos on the uh, Korean street food sub channels I deep dive into? <laughs> Your YouTube holes. Yeah, it's just my. Yeah, thank you. Thank yes. you. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, when I go into a YouTube hole of Asian street market food, mm. will I go to Korea and eat those foods? The answer is yes, if somebody's paying for me. And I will escort him. Yes. Uh, first thing I'll get as soon as I get off the plane, I've seen most recently was a brown sugar matcha tea, or uh, no, a brown sugar boba tea. Oh. So, like, they cook up brown sugar and put it into a tea, uh-huh. and then they put in some coconut milk. And then they put in the bobas, and that looks very good. 
I need that in your life. I need I that in my life. I just want bulgogi in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Well, I'm getting a whole cow, so it'll work. Yeah, out. there you go. You, you got to compliment the cow. You got to plan. The other thing I would get is I saw these tiny little soft shell crabs. Okay. And they get a whole. They get completely fried up, mm-hmm. and it's like a little thing of popcorn chicken, but it's crabs. Oh. You can get a larger version of that on bread at Kaya. Oh. Ah. Yeah, soft shell crab sandwich. I've never been. It's well, good. I don't. I list. don't know if their beer list mimics Mad Max, but well, that doesn't bother him. He likes IPAs. Yeah, yeah. I need. Uh, the, the main point is, I need somebody to pay for all of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to Kaya. So yeah. All right, bye guys. <laughs> that's the list. I gotta so, go yeah. before it's closed. That's my answer. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go with him. Yes. Next question yes. comes from Jason Sircone of the Breaking Brews podcast and brand consulting. Jason Sircone, this is going to be in like in depth. Not really. Really deep. (laughs) No, he wants to know, if we were a bowl of soup, what would we be? You both can answer. He did not expect Katie to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I added that last part. (laughs) (laughs) But I can say, I'll say you can answer Katie. I will say that. (laughs) I'm so glad I have permission to talk on this podcast. Is that kind of like saying you're welcome to the barbecue, but you're welcome to the soup bar? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right, Sticky, what kind of soup you want to be? Would you just call me Sticky? Sicky. Oh. Sicky, because you're both coughing and I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> surprise. You that's were. your that's your surprise for me to use, Steve. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Here's a bug. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Show's canceled. Everybody's dead. <laughs> mm. I'm planning <laughs> on getting coronavirus. <laughs> I'm not planning on dying from it. I, I don't think anybody was really planning on yeah. it. Oh, I'm planning on getting it. Oh. I just need to get one more episode so I can record... Like one by myself, just a journal by myself. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Lord. Stardate 642. Exactly. I so, don't know how long I've been down here alone. If I were to soup. be a soup, yeah. I think soup. I'd have to go with a New England clam chowder. New England clam okay. chowder. Yeah, because that's a classic, man. Yeah, you're white and you're Irish. That makes there sense. There you go. It's got potatoes in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not of that, none of that fancy ass Manhattan clam chowder. Yeah. That, that, no. that's, I will admit that's great. It. Yeah. It's I've never had it. I inferior. Had it yeah. Inferior. Somebody told me, I asked what it was one time. They said it was a, a red broth. Yep. Yeah. And that painted a picture in my mind like clams and marinara sauce. Mm, and nah. nothing about that sounded appealing. Right. So I just never had it. Nah, don't just stick with New England. Plus, there's not inferior. a lot of places that yeah. serve it around here. So, Katie? Uh, lobster bisque. Yes. Because uh, sometimes it's red like my hair and sometimes it's pink like my skin and it's savory and sweet. So, and uh, sometimes it's got some sherry in it. Mm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I will, yeah. I, that would have been my answer if I did not have this answer. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. No, we're just going back to Asian food again. If you uh, say goulash, I'm out. Oh, no, not goulash, <laughs> no. As, as much of an awful slav as I am, I, it's not. Uh, no borscht or goulash in my okay. life, no. Uh, no, my answer is, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it counts as soup, but uh, Penang curry, which is like... Yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. It's more s- stewish, but I think a stew could be a soup, so... Yeah. yeah do I'll it. allow it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it, shrimp and mm. peppers and curry and coconut milk and chicken broth. Oh, so fucking good. And some other veg. That does sound However really you want. And then, like, it becomes stewy or almost gumbo-y. <laughs> stewy. It, comes, it becomes gumbo-y because you put it over rice. Oh, okay. Who wants chowder? So, yeah. If, if gumbo's soup, then, you know, then this is soup. And that's what I am. 
right. It's shrimp Penang. <laughs> it's gumbo Lock it in. soup. Is gumbo soup? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. The hard-hitting theoretical questions of our time. You tell us. HopNationUSA at gmail.com. Is oh. gumbo soup? <laughs> if you tell us if gumbo is soup, you will win a special prize. A sticker. <laughs> I was going to say an emoji. Okay. Or a meme. Or a meme. Yeah, that's or easier for me to get yeah. to you. <laughs> I already have the coronavirus memes loaded up. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's roll, baby. Get your memes. That's Tell me it's gumbo soup. <laughs> They're <laughs> all extremely inappropriate. I should just preface it with that. Not one could you show to like a good, wholesome family member. Next. Or an HR department. <laughs> Don't let that out. In church. Yeah. No. Some of them are okay for work. Just Okay. So do we have any other uh, any other questions? Yes, we have one final question. It is actually a bit of a hard-hitting one. I'm uh, ready. It's, right. it's a thinker. It's not a silly one. Oh, oh I all didn't right. come yeah. here So to I think. have to try. Yeah, you have to try. Here. We're okay. all going to have to try. I didn't come here to think. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> I was elected to lead. Not I to drink read. the beer so I don't have to do the think. Sorry. I'm sorry. Damn it. It's the only one, though. All right. Uh, the question, though, comes to us from Brandon Getz, and he's the writer of Lars Breaks Face, A Werewolf in Space. I'm going to read that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people have time to read that. <laughs> Self-quarantine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Amazon.com, go get yourself some Lars Breaks face. <laughs> uh, Brandon's question, though, is uh, what is the best beer in Pittsburgh? Oh. Not brewery, mm -hmm. specific beer. Oh, my God. I'm saying we're all going to give our personal answers at the end of this, but I did a little bit of lead work and a little bit of fake science. And a little bit of not telling me this question was coming. I need like eight days to prep this. Well, you, you can think about it while I do the <sighs> legwork science part. All right, fine. <laughs> in order to find the best beer in Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. in this pseudoscience way, I took the top 10 breweries in Pittsburgh. And, you know, that's the way breweries and PA is running their March Madness. Mm -hmm. The only March Madness that's still running. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. It's a good one. Go visit breweries in PA. Vote for your favorite brewery. True. <laughs> you Not, can still play that. Nothing that happens in the next four months is going to be content that holds up. Ah, Anywhere. Ah. Anywhere. Evergreen be damned. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the beer reviews still hold up. That's all. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They sure Absolutely. do. Yeah. Yeah. I took the top 10, and then I went through the list of beers in their top-rated beers, mm -hmm. and I only took the ones that had, uh, like, 200 more rate uh, 200 or more ratings okay so it was able to kind of equalize out a little bit it yeah took the goods and the bads yeah i, I it's like family feud rules mm -hmm. there's 100 men and 100 women yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, that's I'm hoping um but yeah it kind of narrowed out and got rid of some of this like those one-shot beers mm -hmm. that you're definitely not going to be able to get anymore right i took the top 200 and then i just kind of went through scores that way uh come up with a few beers out of those breweries uh Dancing Gnome, their top is a double underscore quadberry, mm -hmm. and that's a fruited sour. I'd drink the fuck out of that. I'm sure you would. You'd yeah. probably enjoy it. Mm -hmm. They have an entire series. The double underscore is an entire series of beers. But yeah, that was a four, five, five. Uh, here's one that stood out to me in the, the, the top beer out of Grist House. Siberian Highway. Mm. S'mores. That's a fantastic beer. Both of them are actually. S'moresy, yeah. s'moresy, s'moresy, yeah. s'moresy. S'mores, s'mores was Utterly toasted was. It's good. It's great. But it just doesn't beat Siberian Highway. Nope. And I, we, we had that on episode 38, so ooh, ooh, we can vouch for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I still have a can of uh, Utterly Toasted in my fridge. Nice. Ooh. It's my special occasion beer. <laughs> it's about uh, to become quarantine beer. Quarantine <laughs> beer. That's a special occasion. Uh, Hitchhiker. Their top also had the same score as Siberian Highway of 436. Okay. Obviously, this is all on tap scores in case I didn't say that, but 
their double bottle service mm-hmm. this is another one from Katie because it was a mimosa sour. Feels. So yeah, the, the, those are all pretty up there. Uh, also, Brew Gentlemen, okay. they had two beers that were basically the same score, and that was their Double Mex Imperial Stout mm-hmm. and their Double Weapons Double New England IPA. And they both had like four four seven and four four six respectively. That's close enough. To yeah, and like I think those stand out a little more because I think those are more regular beers, mm-hmm. whereas the Siberian Highway, that's a special occasion for them to brew that. Right. Yeah. I don't know that the double underscore is going to always come around. I don't know the mimosa is always going to come around. So I think those are the more regular ones mm-hmm. you can get. I did, however, find the most best beer, period. The most bestest beer. <laughs> the most, the most bestest, bestest beer. beer in all the land yeah. of Pittsburgh. Most bestest beer, all the land, and it has a special qualifier as to why it's quote, quote, better okay. than the other ones. Coming from Voodoo uh-huh. is the Pappy Van Winkle Black Magic Barrel-Aged Stout. Yeah. Yeah, those first three words will take care of it right so there. So that, yeah, that'll take care of it right there. It also has about eight hundred check-ins, okay. so it's got a decent sample size. It's legit even for even for being small. Yeah. And the other thing to really keep in mind is Voodoo gets invited to a lot of rare beer tastings mm-hmm. and uh, invitationals. Like Weldworks has an invitational that they get invited to. So these beers play away games. Out of conference games, games. Yeah, yeah, and they and all of that considered, this beer is rated at a four seven six. That's damn impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Th- damn impressive. Yeah, that's that's two. I mean, that's point two higher than the dancing gnome. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's math. So, in terms of the pseudo suians, huh? I said the pseudo suians. Yeah. It's, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In terms Just remember, of remember, you asked him to repeat it. <laughs> I it, it didn't hit me correctly. I was like, no, pseudo su. That's out of Iowa. And then I was like, oh God, pseudo su. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. In terms of the fake science parameters that I put up, of you know, untapped scores already or well, whatever. Right. <laughs> right. Those are already whatever, but, you know. I'm giving this a one because I don't like stouts. <laughs> Why'd you order a fucking stout, bro? So, Steve, I got to ask you a question. Right. In terms of non-scientific. Okay, opinion. so non-scientific. Uh, like I mentioned, I, was, I went through the top ten hmm. uh, breweries, and because of that uh, stipulation I made with the 200 check-ins, mm-hmm. there's some breweries I had to leave off. Yes. And that would include places like Four Points. And abjuration, mm. because four Ab- points is rather new, and abjuration they do. Abjuration is life. Yeah, well, they're life, but they also do a lot of rotating tap. Mm. Yeah, and they rarely repeat. That's yeah. So it was. It's hard to get one of their beers on unless <laughs> <laughs> you live there. Well, unless you live there, or if I live my person personal choice is uh, my personal best beer of Pittsburgh is the Vanilla Oak Belgian that they put out. And I have some at home. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, I hoard little grenades. <laughs> uh, it is a 15% Belgian ale, but it is probably one of the best Belgian ales I've ever had. It has a perfect amount of sweetness and just uh, like we've talked about this beer before. Yeah. And we'll talk about it again. I'm sure we will. Uh, when version one, two, three comes out. Or yes. one, you know, uh, I think it's one point. I think they're up there at least. At least. Yeah. 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 I think 1.4 would be next, but mm. Yeah, that's the other thing is they put out different versions of their beers. So, again, hard to get all the same check-ins in. 
But yeah, uh, just personal standpoint, that's my best beer in Pittsburgh. So good. Science be damned. (laughs) So for me, uh, the way that I went about this, that I had a couple of a couple of ways to approach this. I'll start off with the personal approach, and uh, what I did was I looked through all of my my untapped ratings of all the beers here in Pittsburgh. Uh, and what I discovered was there was one beer that I actually gave a five out of five rating for, and I have given three beers that rating. Only one is here in Pittsburgh. Uh, comes from a little brewery called Abjuration. Heard of it? And it's the Oak Barrel Age Belgium. It's the same beer. Yeah. So, oh well. Oops. Hey, I. It's fine. Again, it's a real hard choice yeah. for me between the Siberian Highway mm-hmm. and that Vanilla Oak Belgian. Yeah. It's just I've had Vanilla Oak Belgian more. Yeah. So that just gets so, to the edge. Yeah, it's it's a little easier to get than S- Siberian Highway. So mm-hmm. yeah, I give yeah. it that. I give it that edge. Now, in terms of a a non personal, non scientific way, uh, the beer I'm going to choose is actually a little bit outside of of my expectations, but it comes from Brew Gentleman. And their General Braddock IPA. That is a okay. fan favorite for sure. It is. It is. And the reason I'm picking that is that was one of the beers that really brought attention to the Pittsburgh craft beer scene. Uh, a year or two ago, it was involved in the Pace Magazine blind taste test of IPAs, and it won. Uh, so that brought a lot of recognition uh, to Pittsburgh. In addition to that, Pace Magazine went back and said that the General Braddock was one of the beers of the decade that you had to go get. Mm. To me, that that says a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. In a blind taste test. That's a lot. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. solid amount of clout far and above, you know, what some doof is saying on Untapped. Right. So. And <laughs> and I believe the field was like 168 IPAs or something like that. It was not a small field oh whatsoever. Yeah, it, wow. was, it was a huge taste. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it won. So to me, that that would make it the best beer in Pittsburgh. Also yeah. very available. Yes. So you're not, you know, again, you're not chasing these hard to find barrel aged, you know, nightmares. They all, <laughs> yeah, they always have it. Right. So there you go. That's, that's my, uh, that's my beer selection. Okay. Katie, have you had enough time? I have had some time. So, um, I purchased this a little bit differently. Um, because I guess what I could have done was look at my top rated beers and like, I mean, there's a full pint on there. You know, there's obviously a lot of stuff that's not local, but one of it's not my absolute top rated beer, but I realized when I was looking at it, it's the beer I checked in the most because mm. unfortunately when you go to, I mean, fortunately, but unfortunately, when you go to Abjuration, you're getting something new almost every single time. Yes. At like almost weekly, if not biweekly, yes. it, it, they roll over a lot, but it, it's not That's like part thing. of the appeal of the brewery. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so. something new every single time so i mean they are hands down my favorite brewery but they don't have a consistent menu so the other places that i've been i did notice the one beer from brew gentleman that i checked in the most and i pretty much get it like i go to abjuration i get something different every time you know if i go to hitchhiker i have something different every time even if they have a staple on there but um, when I go to Brew Gentleman, regardless of what else is there, I will at least get one Mexican coffee oatmeal stout. And I believe this is the original of the double imperial you were talking about. But okay. every time that I go to Brew Gentleman, I get it consistently. So that's sticking out to me as something that I'm obviously drawn to. So I, that, I'm going to say that that's my favorite. Okay. So right on. That's my best Okay. Beer. 
All right. Well, Brandon, the your answer is not a single beer <laughs> at all. It's nope. seven or eight different beers. <laughs> but we gave you four choices out of Root Gentleman. Yeah. yeah. You can get the double mix. You can get the regular mix. You can get the double weapons or you can get the general Braddock. Four of those are the best beer. <laughs> but we still love abjuration. So but we still love abjuration. You take that for what and you want. House. Can't forget that one's Siberia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That s'mores beer is just. I just got a real hard on for s'mores. <laughs> I really do. Same. <laughs> Fucking loves. Like, just whether it's like the candy, like little Sarah's s'mores candies, mm-hmm. or if it's a s'mores beer, mm-hmm. or. Um, they have Graham Central Station ice cream at Brewster's. Mm. It's got, Ooh. yeah, and then you put marshmallow syrup on yeah. it. I'm a fucking s'mores champion. There you go. So I get down on the multi meal. Ooh. Yeah. Multi meal cereal? Multi meal yeah. is just better than cereal. Actually, s'more general. cereal. General cereal in general. Huh? S'more cereal is not bad. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. multi. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The multi meal s'mores. Oh. They're, they're, There's they're, a Kellogg's s'mores. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, is it the? Uh, what's the? What's the brand of graham cracker? Golden Made or? Oh, there's Golden Grams. No, no, it's Golden. Golden Made. Yeah, something like that. I don't think it's Golden Grams, but it's like Golden Made. No, Golden Grams cereal. is a cereal. Yeah, Golden Grams is a cereal, <laughs> but I'm saying it's Golden Made s'more cereal. Oh, I didn't know that, ah, that existed. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there is a there's a box s'more cereal, and then there's a less expensive multi meal bag <laughs> that I eat. Hell yeah! Okay, I didn't know the brand name for the bag cereal, but bag cocoa puffs will for always and ever be better than regular cocoa puffs. True. That, yeah, that's just True. science. Yeah. And that's multi meal too. You can look that up. It's and that's science. What's it, and they use those good cocoa puffs. Yeah. In the s'mores cereal. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yep. All right. Good. Noted. Um, I gotta go to the store now. Okay. 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 Well, before Stock you up. go to the Stock store, up on bags of cereal. That's all right. Before you go to the store, we do have to talk about this. Sam Smith. Yes. Yes. 30th anniversary winter. Welcome. Speaking of Katie yes. having a wicked sweet tooth. Yes. <laughs> Sounds to me like you enjoyed it. I did very much. Malty beers are my jam. When you put that carameliness on it, Car- caramelliness? Caramelis. Caramelis? Caramelinness. The Kremlin. Caramelis sounds like a Harry Potter character. <laughs> I heard Kremlin. I don't want that. Um, yeah, no, this is just, this is right up my alley. So, yeah, I, I thought it was it. fine. It, uh, it definitely had some broad appeal in terms of winter beers. It did not have the spice that I'm, I'm used to. Maybe it's just because I'm used to Americanized winter beers. And yeah. That was an appeal to me. It's something different for a winter beer. Fair. Fair, but to me, it just ah, yeah. could have used a little bit more. Didn't hate it by any stretch of the imagination, but it could have been judged up a little bit. Judge, yes, mm. technical terms. I just love to say judge. Judge. <laughs> For me, uh, winter welcome, more like winter goodbye. Whoa, Whoa. got it. No, uh, no, it's fine. Nailed it. It's fine. I didn't, uh, I didn't completely love it, but it's it's well made. You can tell it's well made. It's just not to my tastes. That's all. Okay. Have you ever you. completely loved a beer that malty? Not really, no. Well, there you go. I, th- I think there's like one strangely malty beer that I enjoyed, and you got to go way back to when we did a malty episode. It was the Straub Special Edition. Was that the Ridge Runner? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was the Straub Ridge Runner. That was It was strangely malty, but I enjoyed the strangeness of it. Right. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, that that's one. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's already fighting an uphill battle with you. Yeah. 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 So, but I, I can tell. Obviously, you guys enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. it's there's nothing inherently wrong. It's just I don't prefer. It's Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, well, I like the caramel part. <laughs> caramel. Good. The box was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of boxes, uh, let's take a quick break and uh, let's get loaded up for segment three. 
Okay. We've got a third beer. Ooh. We'll be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back, Hop Nation. Episode 145. If you haven't figured that out by now, just check uh, check your phone because it's going to be on there scrolling yeah. across. Yeah. My phone has a dog on it. Oh. Does the dog say Hop Nation USA? Episode 145. Yeah, but he's got a moose in his mouth. He does have a moose in his mouth. That's a big moment. (laughs) Big old moose mouth. Anyways, we're drinking anniversary beers. Yes. We've gone on both sides of the pond. Now it's time for another one. Another West Coaster. Yeah. Steve, what do we got? Russia. No, not that kind of West Coast. (laughs) Oh. Not that far West. I didn't know how many (laughs) continents we were doing. Not that far West. Just two. Just two. We're back in America, and we're back in California with another beer, but it's not a West Coast IPA. Yes. This beer, in fact, comes with a big, long story, and it also came in a box, so you know it's quality. I feel like I should (laughs) clarify that the bottle itself was in a box with a leaflet. Also, this is not Franzia beer. No. No. I want to clarify that. We fancy here. Yeah. Franzia. <laughs> Is that even how you say it? That's Franzia? Franzia? Franz, I don't know. Box one. You can't even say LaCroix. I don't know why I'm asking La you. LaCroix. <laughs> LaCroix. What, what is that? A certificate of authenticity? More or less. Birth certificate? It is a note from the brewmaster. It's a hell of a note. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot going on here, and I'll parse it out best I can. But uh, yes, we're drinking the 23rd Anniversary Ale by Firestone Walker. And what it is, it's a bourbon barrel blend. What? So the story goes on the back of this box. In fall of 2006, brewmaster Matt Brindelson, he asked a handful of his winemaker friends for their input on blending a diverse stash of barrel-aged strong ales. And they came up with the beer 10 for their 10th anniversary. This continued process of his winemaker friends and the community coming together, and they all make their own blends and then they pick the best one, and that's the one they bottle, and that's the one we drink. So I can tell you what beers show up in this blend. Oh, okay. I am all ears. So that's a pedigree. Yeah. The, the, the front of the note that comes with it is a big, long note from the brewmaster, but on the back is the pedigree of what the blend is. Cool. And they say every late summer, right before the wine harvest gets rolling, our local winemaker friends come to the brewery to help blend our anniversary ale. And what is specifically in the 23rd is one part sticky monkey. Obviously. Yes, it is a 10, that is a 10.4% ABV aged in bourbon barrels. A bit of the Paratala, rather famous for Firestone Walker, which is their 14.4 Russian Imperial Stout. These are big boys. Yes. The Bravo Imperial Brown Ale, which is 11.5%. And then a bourbon barrel Hell Dorado which is a blonde barley wine, another 11.5%. The Velvet Merkin, which is a milk stout, which is 9%. 
And then the tequila barrel El Dorado, which is the blonde bar- barley wine again, but it's aged in tequila barrels. All so, of those are in there. Yes. With the tequila. Yes. And pride. I'm yes. genuinely terrified. <laughs> I had a tequila aged beer. I don't even remember what it was. Once ever and vowed not to do it again. Well, well. it was. <laughs> guess what? I mean, obviously, well. this is a, a very eclectic mix of things. I'm wondering how you have so many strong boys in it. We came down to 11 and a half. Well, because, I mean, just depending on the blend, but the Velvet Merkin was 9%, so that helps drag it down. So if there's more Velvet the Merkin than there Merkin? is... My brain keeps thinking that's a pickle. No, Merkin... Gherkin is the pickle. Thank right. you. Merkin is the pube wig. Like British lawyers? No, no. Pube wig, as in just like... Oh, that's an actual thing. Yes. People... Yeah, a wig for where you don't have above pubes. Above their genitalia. Yeah. 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 Hats for bats. Commonly used in... Why did I not know this? I don't know. It's more commonly used in uh, Hollywood and filmmaking when they don't want to show genitalia and they put a big giant pube bush down okay, on give somebody. Me the, the full name of the beer again? The Velvet Merkin is what Velvet we're Merkin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny. thank you all for being present for my something new today. So you learned. I yeah. learned. Yeah, you learned. T-I-L. <laughs> Go learn today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's not usually what that means, but okay. Anyway, beer. Yes. It's very dark. Yeah, looking at this blend, it's very dark, but it's not a stout. No. So, it looks like a brown ale went hard. Or a yeah. porter. No. Nah, I don't think it's I think black it, enough to be a porter. It's brown. It's brown brown. It, nah, I, I think it's dark enough to be a porter. It's the color of maple syrup to Well, me. the truth is it doesn't actually matter because it's, it's a not blend. Anything. It's right. Six thousand beers and a pubic wick. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's stouts, it's barley wines, it's everything in here. And it's all been barrel aged. So This yeah. is such a weird concept. I'm yeah, I don't know how I sorry. feel about this. Uh, it's it's happened more often. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Firestone is pretty early into the game because they're doing blends since 2006, but Boulevard just put one out not too long ago, too. There was a blend of all their stuff. Mm. Ooh, on, this, on the nose, it's definitely got something going on there. Oh, it's barrel-aged for sure. Yeah. It smells like hot barley wine. It does. It was, what do you say it was? 11.6? 11 and a half, I think? 11.5. 11.5. Okay, yeah. try to sneak one in there I'm on you. Yeah. That's that's gonna be a hot beer. Yeah, it smells like hot barley wine, but honestly, there is like a, a molasses mm-hmm. yeah. smell to it that it, like it smells pretty sweet as well. Well, let's find out. Looks like molasses. That's really smooth. It's really smooth, but there's still a lot going on. Oh there. yeah, there's there's a lot going on, but that is incredibly drinkable for the being style. a complete nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it's a complete nightmare. Uh. For, the fact that it's a blend of six different beers and then 11.5% and then they're all different barrels. Well, not different barrels, but you have at least two different barrel flavors in there. I'm not getting the tequila at all, and God, no, I, am I grateful for that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but none of this should work on paper, but it does. So That's probably right. why they released it. Yes. <laughs> well, and that, we're willing to box it. That's also why they probably do testing and have multiple groups come up with their own blends. Yes. And this is the winning blend. (laughs) (laughs) Or they were just like, hey, guys, let's get shit-faced and then market it. Oh, there's no way they don't (laughs) get (laughs) shit-faced. How could you not? (laughs) Yeah, because you have to to taste all the individual ingredients Mm -hmm. to get a profile, and then you have to blend them, and then you got to taste the blend, and then you got to taste everybody else's blend. Do you think they just blended 
the six and called it? Or do you think there was like maybe like 15 and they narrowed it down to these six? My guess is they used the reserves that they had from the past year or so. Yeah. So like whatever they put out 2008, 2019, Mm -hmm. by the time of that summer. Yeah. You know, like, hey, we put out these. So now let's blend them. Right. For the anniversary. Finding the right ratio after that. Yeah, you can definitely tell, like, there's a lot of barrel on that, though. There's a lot of barrel. But it is dangerously drinkable. Yes, you can. Uh, the sweetness cancels out a lot of it because I really don't like whenever there's like a really strong alcohol flavor, mm-hmm. which is a complaint I have a lot with um, barrel aged and more mm-hmm. often now barley wines. Oh, barley wines, you can go too far with that. Yeah, yeah. it's a good barley wine doesn't have to. I don't know why people do that, but yeah. personal pet peeve. But this is, I mean, it's it's not overwhelming. Right. If I drank the entire bottle, I'd be destroyed. Oh, sure. At 11 yes. and a oh, half. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't taste like an 11 and a half. No. At tops, I'd say nine. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it a nine. I'm thinking back to when we did our barley wine episode and we had the one from the the Canadian one that was like the Dudasil. Was that the, was that Flying Monkey? No, no. The Dudasil. That it just, that was the brewery. Blame Canada. <laughs> the, yeah, the Dudasil, it was like a 10% barley wine and it was impossibly hot. Mm. Like we didn't, we didn't like that one. This Glenn one, Hill, on the other hand, Glenn this one. Hill good. put out yeah. one that was like a, I think it was like an eight or a nine, and it didn't taste like alcohol at all. I was very pleased with it. Mm. Same that with this one. was a find, actually. I'm, I am a fan of this one. No doubt. Not mad about it. No doubt about it. Same. Okay. All right. Yes. So what are we doing? So we're celebrating our third anniversary with Firestone's 23rd anniversary. They got a, gen- uh, a jump start on us. I yeah, was 23 months also. Yeah, they've got 20 years doing it, but <laughs> longer. <laughs> and then the other things we've been drinking, they are been doing it longer than that. So uh, we went in descending order. Is yes, that we did. Intentional? We're counting. No, no, okay. <laughs> no. It was just more of this was the most expensive one. Let's keep it for right. The end. <laughs> Fair. Let's not blow our load up front. <laughs> I drank my Yeti s'mores yesterday, so mm. it was the, it was the last of the night. Right on. Yeah. Gotta save it for the good times. So fucking good. Not Grist House s'mores, but still wow. good. Still good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing is utterly toasted. No. Ooh. So let's put this in the universe. Utterly toasted, blended with Siberian Highway. Ooh. Huh. Now you got something going on there. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And then send it to that. us. Yeah. <laughs> We'll help you out. Yeah. I'll help you drink that. I'll help you blend that. We're yeah. here for you. I'll te- I'll do testing. Sort of. <laughs> in a self-servicing kind of way. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no kind of way. It's Shh. completely. I mean, Shh. we'll help. Yep. <laughs> Be a team player, Adam. All hands. But uh, yes, as we celebrate our third anniversary, episodes past, we've done retrospectives. And that usually happens around the holidays. We do our look back at what beers we loved and stuff for the year. So I didn't want to do that. Instead, I wanted to look into the future. The future. The future. So uh, back to the future? No, just like to the, the future. No, we didn't go Where back they don't yet. go back? No, we didn't go into the past. Okay. We're just in the present. Okay. And we haven't left the future. Although when people hear this, it will be the past. That's true. It will be the past DeLorean. when people hear What are the hmm? requirements? For being a Mandalorian? I don't have a DeLorean. Oh, oh okay. I don't either, so... It could I can't be a, be a Mandalorian. <laughs> could be a choo-choo train. <laughs> That's true. As, as seen in the third. In order to look into the future, though, 
we all looked into our own crystal balls that we yeah. have. And we took a peer into the future to find out what is going to become of the show and the world around us. Would anybody like to go with their predictions slash spoiler alerts? <laughs> <laughs> My first prediction is that Adam's going to get over the 10 mark on IPAs Ooh. he enjoys. Did you come up with a year for this? And do we have to wait? 20. I did. Yeah. 2025. 2025. It's going to take five more years. And okay. he'll finally cross. And get over the cross 10. That border. I need to take off my socks so I can count them. <laughs> nah, you got that one hole in the one sock. So your big toe will just stick out. <laughs> Everybody has that sock. <laughs> I'm just saying, he doesn't have to take that sock off. I'm lying. I don't wear socks if I don't have to. I wear them at work. Full stop. So in the year 2025, we get over 10. Adam gets his 11th IPA. (laughs) (laughs) It's my prediction. Uh, My prediction in the year 2037, after being bought out by First Sip Enterprises, the nation's third largest craft beer merch and medical devices supply company for an estimated $72.5 million, the Hop Nation USA podcast finally updates to proper microphone stands. Oh, we get our armatures? In yeah. 2037? <laughs> Listenership is unchanged. Yeah, well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, looking forward just a little bit to 2045. Okay. I finally get over my triple threat crutch of the like, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, I replace it with a new crutch of cabbage farts and falling asleep on mic. So... <laughs> that just sounds like a retirement plan. It sounds like every twenty forty five. Sounds like every substitute teacher. I ever had. Yeah, it's twenty forty five. That's what twenty years from now. You know how old I am. In people years, I'm like say, ninety. <laughs> physically, or yeah, in people years, I'm like ninety. <laughs> Currently, no, not now. In oh, twenty forty five. Okay, yeah. I was going to say. So you're going to live to be a hundred and fifty by that more or less. In like Steve a, years, <laughs> yeah, in Steve years. It will be interesting to see two sides of this coin. How what do you many, mean? Well, let's say the coronavirus does go full Thanos on Earth. Uh-huh. What does that do to the average life expectancy? Mm. But on the flip side, I think it's you're seeing so many more people making it into their upper 90s and 100s. I think it's going to be interesting to see how old our generation goes. Yeah, the fact that the I medical, had to learn the word non, non-generian or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Octogenarian was the highest I was used to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Making me use new words. Okay, so Goddamn that's my next. Goddamn <laughs> That's my next uh, my next prediction. What is your next prediction? The coronavirus is going to wipe out all of the octogenarians and boomers. Oof. Which not necessarily kill, just incapacitate. <laughs> so I mean, they're not able to vote. Oh. oh. And so we're gonna see a massive swing in just the direction that the country is heading. So all of the young voters are going to get out there. That's right. Tulsi Gabbard, 2020. Oh, yeah. Right in campaign. <laughs> Gang. Assuming, <laughs> assuming any of our candidates survive, tough call. Because, <laughs> you know, octogenarians. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be Beto versus Yang. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that fight. I think we're going to see some serious progressive stuff. And I think that we're going to see, uh, we're going to see lower costs in healthcare. And I think we're going to see uh, an erasure of student loans. And I think we're going to see a lot of people hitting that 21-year-old mark with a lot of disposable income. And it's just going to be beer flowing for everybody because if you fuck yourself up, who cares? Healthcare is free. 
So what I'm hearing is I need to start investing in beer companies and jet skis. Well, I think you also got medical supplies according to your prediction. <laughs> no, that's Dennis's money. That's Dennis's money. <laughs> Dennis makes the money sending med- medical surprise by mail. So that's my dark and my dark prediction. But do what you will with it. Hate me. I don't care. I have a grandma too. I get that it's ominous. But we, we, it could happen. Yeah. With that though, is you you mentioned those that young young generation coming in with that disposable income. Mm-hmm. Man, we got to set up our Patreon and oh, be, yeah. be ready. That's right. <laughs> be yeah. ready to accept all that extra bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of money in the economy can't change quite that rapidly. The people in the economy can. Oh, yes. And where it goes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll right into, into your prediction, into my prediction of 2065, where to accommodate the new regime of 78-year-old President Kendrick, the Hop Nation USA podcast changes to an all hot girl hip hop review show. I'm sorry for clarification. This is Anna Kendrick or Kendrick Lamar. Both of them. Both. They get married. I it's, mean, the kids. Would it's be 2065. They become money. a person. Okay, <laughs> got it. I, I'm glad that you picked up on that. <laughs> that it was both hot girl and hip hop. Yes, hot girl hip hop. <laughs> so it's gonna. I've be... seen Pitch Perfect. The hot girl can do hip hop. It's true. I have seen Step Up to the Streets. So I've seen. <laughs> I've seen a lot of the Step Up movies. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because that is not my genre. That is not my movie of choice. I'm not really into that. But Harold loves them. Mm. And I cannot let a grown man go alone into a theater <laughs> with a bunch of 13, 14-year-old girls. So I go with him just so that it's not as awkward. What is his stance on honey? I believe he likes it. Okay. It's, I don't know. We haven't gone back that far. Save the last dances out of the out of the question. Uh, nah, I'm a, not saying it's good or bad. I just yeah. It's it's bef- it predates my friendship with him. 2027. We're gonna see Julia Styles back again. Julia Styles co-starring with Ryan Styles, for <laughs> which makes no sense, but it's gonna happen. I like Ryan Styles. All right. Well, jumping ahead. All Isn't the way. All of this jumping. <laughs> yes. But this is jumping ahead from where we jumped ahead from. Ah. Yes. Okay. All the way to the year 3166. <laughs> <laughs> is this are we just using star dates Give me now? The year again? Yeah. 31665. All right. So is this Kirk or Picard or We're still doing the podcast, but it's come to the point where I am just a computer and Adam is a robot. So <laughs> still. Okay. Still. So <laughs> like like the the Scarlett Johansson movie where you become so elevated mentally that you turn into the computer. No, like or the Johnny your, Depp movie. Your um, brain has been preserved by robots, where your tr- intelligence has been transferred into machines. Yeah, no, the Johnny Depp movie transference, where I get put into the computer. Didn't watch it. I'm just saying that's what it is. No, I was going as for the a, reference. I was going for a head in a jar like Futurama. No, all right, <laughs> with Spiro Tiago for that. Around. For that. <laughs> In that time, uh, I will force Adam to move recording operations from his dining room into the basement because I can no longer edit out the whales of the damned <laughs> from the background <laughs> as, we, as we try to do our podcast. Whales, of the, whales of the damned. Yes. Wouldn't the basement be closer to the damned? And it's just more insulated. These walls up here are shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my, my brain just pictures like Hades and the river sticks and all of that's usually down. Yeah, no, that's down. And like, I figure by that time, the apocalypse will have come. So there's a couple impressive things about this. Mm-hmm. 
We are a thousand... Six, 30,000 years. We're 30,000 years in the future? Yeah. Okay. Adam still lives here. Right. Which is impressive. Rent control, baby. Well, he's a robot, so you he's own. not going to move. <laughs> you don't need rent control. You own Yeah, but it sounds neat. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so this is Manhattan. It's not necessary. I just wanted to be like friends. That was illegal, but also <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, this building's still standing. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is yeah. buy it for life. Yeah, that, that says really good things about what we're going to end up being able to do about the climate. Ah. Because this is a really like water, like our water table is not that far below us. So that's that's really promising. Yeah, like I mean, I realize we're on a hill here, but like most of Pittsburgh, like I mean, that's if that good. shit starts melting, we're we're done. We're done. Yeah, we are a lake. There's yeah. going to be more Great Lakes, or maybe just one big Great Lake. Or a new ocean. A grand lake. Or a new a sea. Grand lake. Cool lake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figure, yes, we'll have gone through that, but also at this point, everything is replaced with brimstone. And yeah, it still stands and with nothing brimstone. Really... So you've gone full apocalypse. Yeah, it's full apocalypse. Like Mad point. Max or? No, no, like the seven-headed dragon coming out of the lake. Mm. Yeah. So any any sort um, of, instead of Elliot using sandbags. A little less grainy. <laughs> All right. But the, I, I assume that instead of sandbags, we're just going to use the bodies of the dead. Right, yeah. To bring out your dead. Yeah, I mean, and Adam, Adam's, Adam's a robot, so he's easy to survive all that time. And I really hope that water's not a my... problem, because if we're all robots, <laughs> though by then I'm sure we're going to have like these weird silicone insulating suits that are temperature controlled. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be all right. One day. Mm-hmm. I don't totally. want my conscience to be alive that long. <laughs> Can you imagine 3,000 years of disappointment? Yes. What will this country be in 3,000 years? It will won't we, be a country. Will we still be America? Ah, no, it will be China too. I say at best it will be Cool Ranch America. Cool Ranch Ooh, America. Cool Ranch America. Yeah. I would because like, the corporate overlords will take over and just buy the country. I'm in the Cool Ranch America. What's the Walt Disney point? Like how far broken down is your body whenever you transfer your your consciousness to a machine. See, I, I would, if I'm incontinent, I don't want to remember that. Put a bullet in my head. Yeah. See, or my I, CPU. Whatever. I would like to get it. I would like to get it in to a machine by the time I'm like 45 or 50. Okay. That seems because fair. after that point, then your brain starts to de- degrade. Yeah. I'm not as good anymore. Mm. I don't want to be truly 80. Yeah. What's the point of that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know some a shitty machine. <laughs> I've known some 80 year olds that are pretty with it. I'm not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> like they're very good for them. Not they me. progressed very well with society. Yeah, fair, fair. Like they won't be me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I gotta get in early, gotta transfer quick. So what else is up in the future? Oh goodness, I'm gonna adopt every dog I see on Facebook. That'll be fun. Okay, mm-hmm. that doesn't help the show, but have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> My only goals. My only goals. <laughs> Yeah, good to know. So by the year 2150, Katie will own all the dogs. I will own all the dogs. <laughs> Which, I'll be the dog whisperer, and they will be my secret, like, weapon. So I can just, like, set them out there. It's going to be, like, Oliver and Company or Lady and Tramp or all dogs go to heaven where, like, they do my bidding. And that's just, like, my dog mafia. It's also the plot of Batman Returns, but with dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of penguins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, penguins. <laughs> Um, I don't really have a lot of other future predictions because I'm not excited about the future. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm really not. It looks bleak. 
Well, I have I have one more prediction, okay. which kind of leads into what Katie was talking about. And I don't really have a time frame on this one. I just know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, Steve, drunk on power, yes. uh, expands the Hop Nation USM, USA empire to include new shows such as Key Lime Tonight, uh-huh. which is his daily pie talk. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the serial Ernest Borgnine, a long drown out history. Yeah, which is your your eighteen month deep dive into Ernest Borgnine and his history of film. Fuck yeah, gonna talk about Airwolf for at least thirty episodes. Exactly. <laughs> and finally, you had to have Katie and all of her dogs, a weekly show where she goes through <laughs> Facebook, tells you about her dogs, and discusses all the dogs that she saw on Facebook and how she plans on stealing them with grim detail. Season two actually See, sounds like you're not following the speak. whole train of this though. Like, so the Thanos coronavirus is going to wipe out half the population. So we're not going to have enough people to like foster or like catch and release the strays. And so that's all going to take a hit. So we're going to have all these dogs clogging up all of these shelters, and I'm just going to take them. That's because your future. Also, there's like a whole big like empty bunch of land because again, these people just Thanosed out of here. And so who's who gets the property? So it's going to be divvied up equally among the surviving members. Are you going to dog auctions? No. Because I feel like you'd be going to dog auctions. Rogers has dog auctions. <laughs> Wait, really? That's... I don't know. I don't think a dog auction is a th- It shouldn't be a thing. No, it shouldn't. So that's my prediction. All right. Well, I got one final prediction. Do it. And we're jumping all the way to the year 14 billion and one. Oof. Yes. God, I hope my existence doesn't... <laughs> No. Mm-mm. At this point, we've reached the heat death and entropy of the entire universe. I was going to say, there's no way this planet exists at this no. point. But what does exist is the very last EMF waves. Mm-hmm. They've escaped the atmosphere, and they've finally reached the edge of the universe just as it's about to die. And a alien race picks up the podcast, and they begin listening, and then they turn it off five episodes in. <laughs> Aww. Because the microphone quality wasn't good enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listenership is unchanged. I Listenership didn't. Listenership is unchanged. I asked Facebook for a beer podcast, and this one was suggested amongst a few others. Hell yeah. And this is the one I kept listening to. Thanks, Facebook. And now yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you for coming if you on. guys listen to podcasts often enough and pester and bring beer to the people on them, Eventually, they'll let you on. We're easily bought. You got you to get in early. At this point, we have enough co-hosts, and I'm not auditioning new. Not shopping around? Not shopping right now. Well, once half <laughs> of us all die, right, then I'll go back to shopping. Yeah, then I'll go back to shopping. <laughs> so stay tuned. That's my prediction for 2021. Hop Nation's going to need new hosts. Get your reels together for May. <laughs> <laughs> so when the vaccine finally comes out next year, get your coronavirus vaccine so that you can survive long enough to be on Hop Nation USA. True. Because, again, Adam's a robot, and I'm an unkillable Slav, so we're fine. <laughs> it's true. And before too long, uh, First Step Enterprise is going to buy us out anyways. Right. Yeah. And uh, we'll get some of that sweet cheddar. I'd like mm. to do the marketing on the medical supplies part of that. <laughs> you hurt? You need stuff? Buy it from us. Buy it from us. Get it in a box. <laughs> There's a good market for that. <laughs> Here's some tea. Because <laughs> everybody's about to start dying. Aw. Yeah. On that note, let's... <laughs> I told you I was going to get dark. You were warned. Then let us get back to something a bit more bright and cheery. No, that beer is dark. Yeah, it's cheery. It's still though. brighter than the idea yeah. of everybody dying. Yeah, and I <laughs> will say, keep referring to it as Thanos out of here. <laughs> Snap! The uh, 23rd anniversary, the limited release, Blendomatic from Firestone Walker. Yes, I put that last part in myself. That's fine. Terrifying mm. in concept, delicious to taste. It was good. 
Yeah, that is a real nightmare concept, but man, they did it right, and I don't know why you would judge if they did it 23 years oh, in a God. row. Oh, God, the beer <laughs> itself is a prediction. Huh. How do you figure? Because we're going to run out of beer someday. Oh, no. It's going to happen. If, it, if we go full Mad Max before other shit happens, the beer supply is going to get low, and we're going to have to start blending things. Ooh. The beer itself is a prediction. Good job, Firestone Walker. <laughs> You okay. didn't even know you were appropriate for this episode, In that case, but you are. The podcast will be relocated to the Bullet Farm yeah. soon enough. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give me a cool Mad Max name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the podium. <laughs> I'm gonna think about my Mad Max name. <laughs> All right, Katie, you want to go first? I Great. don't. Oh, never mind. I'll go first then. Yep. Uh, for me, I am going to put the the Samuel Smith, the Winter Welcome Ale in the bronze medal position. Yes, it had a lot of broad appeal. But I, eh, it didn't really do anything for me. I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. But it, compared to other winter warmers and winter ales that I've had, maybe it's because I've enjoyed the Americanized and I am an Americanese. I, I like those a little bit better. The This one from Sam Smith didn't do much for me. So it's going in the bronze medal position. In the silver medal position, to celebrate their 40th anniversary, the limited edition, the Hoppy Anniversary Ale from Sierra, Nevada. Yes, I lamented about the just it's an IPA or pale ale or however you want to describe it and it's not for me. It's not, but I thought it was well crafted for what it was supposed to be. Obviously there are other people that will enjoy it and to me that puts it in the silver medal position. However, the Firestone Walker 23rd anniversary blendomatic that was really good. I thought it was fantastic. Yes, it's a big beer at eleven and a half percent. But yeah, I could definitely see myself have an entire bottle of this. Not gonna have more than one because I have things to do tomorrow. <laughs> but that definitely goes in the gold medal position. So there you go. That's where I'm putting things. So for the bronze, I am going to put the Sierra Nevada Hoppy Anniversary Ale. So um, these were all really good. I'm I'm kind of nitpicking here a little bit. Um, Pick away. But the, yeah, only because. You know, Steve Logic, they put pine on the label, should have had a stronger pine flavor. Mm. I would have preferred that. The flavor was very mild, um, definitely not overpowering in any way, shape, or form. It, it was great. I would 120% drink it again. I could actually drink more than one of those because it doesn't wreck your palate. Um, but that's my bronze. My silver is going to go to the Firestone Walker uh, 23rd anniversary ale. The only reason I put that one in silver instead of bronze because in my it's just it's not a bad beer, honestly. I'm just over barrel aged personal preference. Um, but that is just an impressive feat that you can combine such different beers and different aging processes into this and it's completely drinkable. It's extremely smooth. It doesn't burn your mouth. Um and, and, and you don't feel like you're drinking paint thinner, which is mm. always a huge fucking plus. <laughs> because sometimes when you top 10% in a barrel age, that's kind of how it feels to me. Um, so that is my silver. And my gold is going to the Samuel Smith's Winter Welcome Ale. Simply because that is my jam. Just the caramely, roasty, very malty ale is just, that's that is my everyday drinker. And that's the one I would easily be able to drink the most of, of these three. So that was it. Okie doke. Well, my Mad Max name would be Perugus Destructus. Ha! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and my rankings are just going to be like Adam's, actually. 
Mm. Uh, bronze, I'm going to give to the Samuel Smith Winter Ale. It's good. It's well made. And there's nothing particularly wrong with it. It's just not to my flavor. I don't love like big malt backbones. We've gone through that before. That's why that's bronze. Silver, I'm going to give to the Sierra Nevada 40th Anniversary Hoppy Anniversary Ale. It's a good IPA. It's a good representation of a West Coast IPA. Dock a little bit of points because it doesn't have that good pine pine like it should. But, uh, yeah, it's otherwise just a very drinkable beer. And I could have a lot more, and I, I found it more flavorful than the Samuel Smith's. But in gold, I'm going to give Firestone Walker 23rd Anniversary Ale. It's surprising in a lot of ways. One, that it works. <laughs> it, it, it does. Yeah. Two, that it's 11.5%, but doesn't taste like it at all. And three, that the barrel is very present, but it's not like destructive in any way. It doesn't take away from the beer. There's a lot of good caramel and molasses flavors on this beer and it doesn't finish dry but it also doesn't finish with the heavy malt backbone that the samuel smith does so yeah i that's why it gets gold it's incredibly drinkable but it'll get you where you're going i would be interested though just because like when, when we take all these styles and throw them together nothing really sticks out that much very true yeah okay, but on the tequila part thank god yeah, I think I'll keep the part, but like nothing really sticks out. So I'd like to try other blended beers to see if like there's, I don't know, like if one thing stands out against the other. Because mm. this one we're talking about stouts and barley wines all blended together. It kind of evens out to just the barley wine. Just a nice big yeah. beer. Yeah, just like a you, nice big barley wine. You had listed a milk stout on that list of beers that are in there. And that one in particular actually sounded like something I'd like to check out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to know how everything plays with each other. But other than that, it's just a big drinkable beer. So, yeah, yeah can't fault it for that. Nope. Yeah. I don't know how many different ratios they tried, but they definitely found one that works. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to email us, like, your favorite anniversary beer or your favorite blended beer or anything like that, just email HopNationUSA at gmail.com. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Laughable, P Podcast, P Podcast, Yorkshire Cast, <laughs> Ear Podcast, Ear Podcast, Cast Cast, Overcast, Two Peas in a Podcast, Blendcast, Air Podcast, yeah. Air Podcast. Mad Max cast. I can't think of any more pods. <laughs> Live from the bullet farm. <laughs> Live from the bullet farm. But uh, if you're on any of those, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And you will bow before Perogus Destructus. You missed your opportunity. How so? Six blend show. Ah, ah nerds. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. But they only let us blend five. That's yes. right. Yes. <laughs> I, sometimes you got to use the original, though. You know. No, it's fine. I, I don't have a problem with the original. No. I say it in my head with you. I appreciate that. I do. That's what happens when you've listened to every fucking episode. I imagine. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Do it. Imagine Listen yeah. to every episode. Epi- every episode. a lot of them actually, a lot of the beers... Um, are not just like seasonal or exclusives or whatever. So it, it does transcend time. 
It does. So if you're just checking like us out on the third anniversary, go back and start at one. Check it out. It's good stuff. Just have an open mind when you start with episode one. Yeah, from like one to uh, 45 yeah. or so, then quality gets a lot better. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's all good anyways. And, and I would like to thank everybody, uh, all the listeners that have been with us through these three years, mm-hmm. uh, whether you've just started today or you've started with us back from the beginning. We do appreciate the support. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's come on the show, helped us out with the show, everything like that. Thank you. Yeah, all the breweries that have invited us into their shop and let us see what's going on and let us drink their beer and talk to them about their stories. All the other podcasters that are out there that have given us support. And of course, all the guest hosts that we have on. Absolutely. That come on and support us. Yeah. Thank you, Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey, (laughs) Dennis, Sam, Bubba. Casey. Casey. I haven't met Casey in a little while. Yeah. Yeah. We can do Casey next week, maybe. Woohoo. No. All right. So yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, We're going to go away now. Yes, we're going to go away now. We're going to work on our Mad Max cars. We've got to prepare for the coming apocalypse, but we'll still do a podcast next week. From the Bullet Farm. So check us out when we start out year four. Yules. Bye-bye.
Adam just laughed out boogers. I saw. <laughs> okay. Yep. And all that. Make sure we explain none of this to Kelsey so she can hear it all. <laughs>